You're back. The slog to Survivor Series. After a, what, three, four-week hiatus? I think I originally watched this episode four weeks ago. (laughs) I've watched this episode, I think, three times. (laughs) <laughs> going into a recording last week and we didn't yeah. record and i'm like yeah. i am not watching this f-ing thing again <laughs> i don't care if i don't remember shit yeah i had every intention of watching it again today and then it just it never made it into my schedule i'm not doing i can't watch this episode a third time so i'm gonna look at my notes from about four weeks ago i think i took these notes on october 20th <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's uh november what 10th today so yeah yeah, a little behind so, the pod since we went every other week. We have like, I think I still have three that haven't even been released. Yeah, we're on a much better schedule at, mm. at this point right now with doing, you know, when we can record and then just releasing every two weeks because I don't feel like we're we're racing to get episodes out. Right. Anymore. Although I, I should probably edit the one that's supposed to come out Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna, yeah, we are on that week, aren't we? Yeah, I think uh, wash the car. And uh, <laughs> edit the podcast is Veterans Day for me. Oh, that sounds like a, a good plan. Never forget, fan. <laughs> Never forget. I won't forget. On Veterans Day, you are supposed to edit podcasts <laughs> and wash your car. Yes. Place flowers around the podcast. Hey, if it's an episode uh, of Sergeant Slaughter, it counts. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. If he's in there somewhere, we're good to go. Right, uh, USA, USA. <laughs> is either Sergeant Slaughter or we'll even take a hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, why not? Close <laughs> enough. Get a flag and a log for some reason. Around. <laughs> Two by fours equal America. Equals America. <laughs> We're back. I'm in rare form. Right. Well, well good. We're going to need it. I'm like tired and, you know, <laughs> just all kinds of things going on right now. So it's all good. We're there. there. Are- We're we're going to remix this sucker up and, uh, we're going to, we're going to spit out gold for everybody. Yes. That was a good one. All right. The okay. slog, the slog to Survivor Series. I'm going to remix Vince. Wiki, 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 or whatever the kids say these days. <laughs> it's time for. Shit, what's our show? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Saturday morning. Superstars! That's right. That's when two <laughs> middle-aged guys go and channel their crisis and talk about early nineties professional wrestling yes. with Saturday morning superstars. And yeah, we bring it back. We, we, we bring do it bring back. it back. Bring now it, back. it is uh, November 21st, 1992. But before we get to superstars, mm-hmm. what happened in between our special event, Saturday night's main event. Mm, yes. Goes off the air with the only thing that was 
up to date, which was the commentary. Yeah. Because that was an old episode. They had recorded those matches several weeks before, uh, some point in October, I believe. And they got the Ultimate Maniacs as a main part of the show. Mm-hmm. And Heenan goes off the air saying one of the members of the Ultimate Maniacs isn't making it to Survivor Series. And Vince is like, what? And then it yeah. goes dark. Yeah. In between Saturday and superstars that we're going to cover today was Monday's prime time. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to cover the show, but here's what happens. The warrior is out. That's all they Gone. ever say. Warrior is out. Yeah. Not why. Not he's injured. Yeah. No reason whatsoever no. given. Out. And Macho Man in this weird combination of his normal <laughs> ridiculous suit and mm-hmm. a tuxedo shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Calls for Mr. Perfect to be the perfect tag partner. He's being like, I think I have the perfect person. Yeah. The perfect guy. Yeah. And he and the perfect scoff at the idea of the laughing at him. Yeah, we'd never that's never gonna happen. Yeah. And, and through a series of in-between match interruptions, Vince stirs the pot. Bobby puts his Put foot his in mouth, his yeah. mouth. Yes. Yep. yep. Saying you were the best wrestler, and Perfect's like, were? What's with your past tense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Perfect gets more and more embittered mm-hmm. and accepts. So he's gonna yeah. be Macho's partner, and Bobby's like losing his mind. And yeah, so and- we had a heel turn face on a primetime show. Yes, which is quite interesting because no match was involved. Usually, if that happens in a live situation, it has some sort of chicanery that goes on in a match, some miscommunication between partners and hence a heel turns face or vice versa. Right. This was just perfect getting a little bit professionally insulted that people are kind of calling him a has been or a hanger on. And yeah, people are saying, Hey, you know, the reason your Flair's manager was a way to get you out of the picture. So you wouldn't challenge him mm-hmm. because Flair feared you and you know, everybody's uh, stirring yeah. perfect spot. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's kind of weird. I mean, it looks like they didn't have a choice to do this at the time that they did. But primetime was a very late show. Yeah. Primetime became Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And not necessarily in a perfect time slot for kids. So unless you're like the super diehard fan or an old enough person that your parents would let you watch Mm -hmm. a cable station, which cable wasn't as, you know, we waited for cable. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have cable till like, I don't know, high school. My Parents never got cable. We never got cable until like they pretty much had to get cable. Yeah. We relied on good old fashioned TV waves coming through <laughs> to our house. So you you may have seen Saturday night's main event if your parents let you stay up late enough. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, Warriors gone, perfect's good. Yeah. When you tune into Superstars on Saturday, it was like, <laughs> the hell just happened? <laughs> yes. Your world just flipped upside down. Inside is outside. Your underwear is on backwards. <laughs> and we've got some new matches to talk about. Yeah, so Superstars hits the air and they have so much damage control to do. This is uh-huh. mostly a show with an over narration. Yeah. And yeah. I have no clue where we are and when we are for real in this thing. Okay, well, actually, we have been here for a little while. They are still at the Terra Hot Indiana Holman Center. These matches took place on October 27th of 1992 it's like a full month yeah almost wow so all this happened where was still in the picture at this point while these matches were actually taking place so all the damage control is coming from our overdubbed commentators 
on this, which begs the question, because October 27th comes around and they're recording all these matches and they're like, okay, we're going to put this one on this day. We're going to put these ones on this day, you know, so they kind of figure them out for everything. I wonder if they had done a commentary over this and, had to and ditch then it. all the, and then they had to ditch it and completely redo it I'm because sure. of this, you know, probably. It's weird because we start off superstars with something we never saw, which was a title match. Like you paid for the champ. Oh yeah. You went to the spectrum to go see the champion. You never got him on TV. No, this is the first time we're seeing a title match on superstars for this podcast. Now we only have been watching episodes since the previous April. It's now November of 1992. But for a little while there, we thought, you know, Macho Man was in witness protection because we didn't see him at all. <laughs> yeah, we never saw him. On Superstars. So this is a rarity. Definitely a rarity here. Yeah, that's basically why the Intercontinental title kind of existed. That's the one you saw on television. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got an interview with the champ, but you never saw him wrestle. Yeah. And we got uh, champion Bret Hart versus red tight Virgil. <laughs> yes, that's what I have here. So uh, <laughs> our red tight for this match, his name is Virgil or Ver, Ver, Virgil. I, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, but anyway, he uh, also went other names of Michael Mike Jones. Mm. Started out as Soul Train Jones. And he first appeared in WWF and lost a squash match to Paul Orndorff no under the under the name of Lucius Brown. <laughs> Lucius Brown is a better name than Virgil. It is. It totally is. I was like, you should have kept at least Lucius. <laughs> I would have respected that. Dwayne Gill and Virgil should have wrestled as a tag team. Dwayne Gill, Virgil. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's the Gills. <laughs> Come out with their hands on their cheeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doing the whole fish thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just their music is bubbles. Yeah. It's the Gill Brothers. <laughs> hey, if Devon and, and Bubba Ray could be brothers, yeah, they're brothers. Dwayne Gill I, and Virgil. I completely <laughs> believe it. Perfect. Missing in action. Obviously, he can't be the commentator if he's going to be. A wrestler. Yes. Well, he's training right. at this point. Perfect is in training. And we get uh, Bobby the Brain, which is a good choice because he could be all rip shit all night. Yeah. Bobby always a great commentator. I think we mentioned this before when he did the commentary for some of the challenge stuff that we've covered. And even for, I think when we did um, SummerSlam, his color commentary is, is on point. Also, you know, he's got the relationship with Flair. Mm-hmm. He's the one who brought him in when they actually had the old NWA belt. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. He can really tell the story about Perfect's double cross here. Brett Definitely. comes out, lots of crowd shots, and they're trying to sell that he's an over champion. Like, back crowd, listen to the ovation. Yeah, they get the, the obligatory 90s girl applauding. Yes. Uh, there's at least one. And we get a long shot of the not so Titan Tron in the background, which I thought was kind of cool. We just it's an overshot of the crowd, but you see the not so Titan Tron in the background of it. One of my good friends was watching a pay-per-view from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Saw one of those 90s girl shots. Yeah. Ends up applying to a college in Ohio, thinking <gasps> that this is like the land of hot chicks. Of course. Ohio. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Literally went to college because of one of these cutaways. Oh, well, then they, they worked for Ohio. They did. <laughs> Ohio. Ohio. The land of one hot chick. <laughs> yeah. He was going to find her. 
<laughs> that was his that was his goal in life. They have the shot of that shitty plastic merch version yeah. of the title. It looks like the Hogan belt from back in the day. It doesn't look a thing like the winged eagle. No, it, I it's hated white. this. Thing. Yeah, this, this thing was shit. I hated yeah. this piece of merchandise. That doesn't look like the world title. Oh, well, in this day and age where you can get like the exact belt uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. You could probably get one that's more expensive if you really wanted to. Uh, than the exact, you know, versions yeah, of those belts. Big East belts, a piece of shit. And the, yeah. the one in the merch store is like five grand. Exactly. Because he's throwing that thing around. They're touting Hitman as taking all comers, including Virgil. And then they list a bunch of like lower card wrestlers. I that had that faced. in my notes. Vince is going, he's defeated the Berserker. He's, he's defeated Papa Shango. <laughs> The Mountie. The Mountie, yeah. And like now he's the Brooklyn Brawler. Dwayne yes. Gill. B. Brian Blair. And, <laughs> and now he faces Virgil. Oh my goodness. Like, what a what a man's man. Yeah, he's ripping through all the losers. Of course. Of course. All the B card. We have not only a championship match here, but we have something that we don't see that often, and that is a face versus face match. It's a champ on TV. It's a face face and it's a name name. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff happening here. Yeah. So with that, we have to kind of show that they're both faces and they do a lot of high fives. It's like, all right, good move. You got me on that one at the very beginning of the match before all the shit goes down. The handshake's nuts. It has five steps in it. Like, a, <laughs> like, like it's a slap and it's a grab and it's a point and it's like, it's oh, yeah. It's a whole routine. You got to have your brother slap, man. <laughs> it's crazy. He's like, I'll take a little piece of that off the top. Boom. <laughs> uh, they're talking about it, you know, how um brett takes on all comers bobby's like talking about how hart is going to burn himself out and as he's going through this commentary i feel like he's not talking about heart so much he's talking about himself <laughs> just kind of doing too much yeah i am doing like every show right now <laughs> exactly. i'm on prime time <laughs> i think he was on saturday night's main event i don't really remember he was, he, doing was doing challenge. Challenge. he was doing challenge. He was doing main event. He was doing. He was doing the pay per views, and now he's doing superstars. I like how they're saying like he's he's wrestling too much. Like Brett's having death by jobber. Yeah, like, he can't keep this up. He can't beat Dwayne Gill five times a week <laughs> and expect to hold on to this title. Not Gilberg. <laughs> Gilberg would kick your ass. He's got an entourage. Gilbert's like, if I just fight him enough, one of these times, one of these I'm going to win. Sooner or later, I'll get the upper hand. We talked about Virgil being like really good at wrestling 101, like the arm drag kind of stuff. And just mm -hmm. like the, the very beginner moves. But Bret Hart's trying to actually get him to amateur wrestle, like do takedowns yeah. and stuff. Like Virgil doesn't know anything about yes. that. <laughs> He's not doing any of that. He's like, look, Brent, I've got four moves. I've got down really, really well. Three of them Just are the, arm bar. <laughs> like the old Jericho bit. I, I can do the right arm bar. I can do the left arm bar. I can do the back arm bar. I got you. <laughs> so when they're not talking about the main event, Bobby is talking about how this crazy run of defeating the lower mid card yeah. is going to burn him out and Sean will win. Sean's going to be a uh, champion. So we get some promotion of SummerSlam here. Yeah. Well, they're already talking past Virgil before the match is even over saying that, you know, Hart's going to defend against Sean Michaels. Bobby actually catches it. Yeah. You know, somewhere in the commentary, you know, saying if he gets past Virgil, but they're like, you know, they're already on. They've already moved on for this match. They're like, screw it. We yeah. got to talk over this match. There's other shit going on. 
That's how good Bobby is. He's like, let's actually take Virgil a little seriously so we don't bury him while we're yeah. trying to promote the next thing. Yeah. So, yeah, good job, Keenan. Yeah, as always, man. He's right there. He's on point. This doesn't last too long. Virgil just ends up in the sharpshooter. Yeah, pretty much. Did we even see the five moves of Doom on this? No, we saw like no moves of Doom. <laughs> like, we mean, just saw Doom. We just saw Doom. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I mean, Virgil's got a good headlock in, and then he loses the match. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that that's true. It's right into the uh right into the sharpshooter there. And that's it. We get a we get a tap from Virgil. Match is over. Brett lets go as soon as the bell rings. And then we get the ultimate face move of picking Virgil up, giving the hug at the end, and uh, both hands up in the air like, hey, we did it. Yeah, it's kind of neat because Brett never lost well. He always lost pissed. Yeah, of course. And he would never win uber clean. Like the sharpshooter would always linger a bit. Like Mm -hmm, having mm -hmm. the sharpshooter, bells ringing, refs tapping his shoulder. And Brett's like, nah, I'm going to stay here for a couple more (laughs) seconds. A little bit more. A little longer. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like Mr. Face, ding, ding, ding. I'm out. He tapped. I let go. I was like, yeah. I'm going to let him sit here for a bit. <laughs> this is for looking at my sister a little bit funny last week. <laughs> it's like, this is for my father beating the shit out of me yeah. in the basement. <laughs> yeah. I have issues. Yeah. I, I, I need this. This is my new hug. <laughs> this is my new hug. This is the only yeah. love I ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Pain. I'm giving Pain. it to you, Virgil. <laughs> they pump up the crowd noise for Brett. I think they're trying to make Brett a bigger TV champion than than maybe he was getting because we do enough audio that you know when they've turned stuff up. You can yeah. hear the, the, the sound lift. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, you can hear the volume knob on the crowd noise uh, with Brett's win. Like, yeah, give him a little, add some cheer here. Pump it up a bit. Yeah. yeah. Just like all the, the cutaways to fans and like, which is fine. Build up your champ. I have no problem. Yeah, but well, they, they, they needed that right now. I mean, they were... They were losing the the Hogan sticky. He's been gone for a little while now. So they're trying to do something. Yeah, this is kind of the first good guy champ that didn't mm-hmm. have the Hogan seal of approval. Yeah. You know, Hulk helped Macho win the belt in WrestleMania 4. Sure. He kind of passed the torch in WrestleMania 6. And uh, Brett just wins on his own. He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need Hulk. Yeah. Well, out of nowhere. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We needed a new champ. We get a special bulletin coming out of this match. Mm-hmm. Not an update, yeah. n- not a, not a uh, event center. It's a special no. bulletin. A special bulletin about uh, Survivor Series coming this Wednesday night. We've got Mean Gene here with his vagina tie. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah, he loves that tie, man. It does. And we see a little bit of the uh, primetime episode. So we see what... Uh, Dom had alluded to before with the interview with Macho Man. My God, is that an awful outfit? Sorry. The uh, macho outfit? Yes. Yeah, the macho out. Like, holy, like, pick a color, dude. It's I mean, got every color. It's got every neon color. Oh, my God. It's got red on top of pink in the hat. Yes, yes. In Brown's sequence. beating the shit out of raw umber. It is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very Kojak. Joey Savala's back of his vest kind of deal. Yeah. But, yeah, we see the beginnings of where macho is talking about you know he's looking for the perfect partner then they see the long shot of vince bobby perfect and then hillbilly jim (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
and Hacksaw. Like, was Hillbilly like a regular on like, because I didn't watch yes, Primetime. Yes, he was. Point. He was there all the time. That he was, was there a lot. Yeah, they, it was yeah. like talking heads talking about yeah. what was going on in wrestling. Those guys were kind of regulars. Yeah. And Vince is always the moderator. I just, you know, that, that looks very interesting because you've got, you know, Perfect and Bobby and Vince all in their nice outfits there. And then you've got Hacksaw in his overalls. <laughs> yeah. I should, on the other is side Hacksaw the wearing an Ica Pro shirt? I think he is. <laughs> he should be. That'll give him something to do. So from the, the recap of Primetime, which no little kid probably actually saw, yeah. Unless they had cable and were able to stay up late on a Monday. We go right into an interview with Macho Man and Mean Gene. And then Perfect gets to come in and they do a simultaneous dig it as Perfect yeah. ex- ex- <laughs> explains how you know, I'm teaming with Macho, but we don't even like each other. It actually does. It makes a lot of sense. You know, the way that they play this as quickly as they had to play it. And, and Perfect was actually... Pardon the pun, but the perfect person to take this spot right here, because if anybody was going to be able to pull off the right promo to make this work, he was the guy to do it, I thought. If they were to do this angle now, I don't think there's any way that perfect stays good till the end of the match. Like they turn on Macho at oh, the end yeah. of the thing. It's a it's and a huge swerve. Swerve, bro. Yeah, it's <laughs> such a swerve, bro. And And I'm sure that would be, you know, alluded to several times during the match can you trust perfect yeah yeah but they don't even go that direction no i'm a good guy now (laughs) all of a sudden it's just like he's decided that he's a good guy i like how the red color scheme is just out the window macho has the black and silver on just as perfect like wears his black outfit with his name on the back there perfect has the gigantic black and silver going on with his interview outfit now, this is around the same time that Batman Returns comes out. Macho mm-hmm. looks a lot like Catwoman in this outfit. <laughs> it's got like yes. this, this stitch stuff on yes. the black. Yeah. Yes. The silver stitching that's like everywhere on it. Yeah. I think it's Michelle Pfeiffer Macho Man at this uh, point. Okay. Maybe he's sending signals. Yeah. I, you're totally like they had to do this flip. They have to do it in a day. This is the mm-hmm. only time you get to promote this match because these are the last shows you get before mm-hmm. Wednesday's pay-per-view. We just got to mm-hmm. keep it simple. Perfect's good. He's yeah. there to beat Flair. Yeah, and- Flair walked in his shadow. Perfect even alludes to how he brought Rare into the WWF and he's going to take him out. Yeah. Which I thought that was, a, that was a cool little line there too. Yeah, then he got a cease and desist from Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll put the bite my style drop right there oh yeah <laughs> i mean it gets real ridiculous when people trying to bite your style you know what i'm saying i love it i love it red tight todd brecker is in the ring i have todd becker it could be becker this is one of those well anyway he went by a lot of todds he was todd christie so yeah chris christie's probably not too happy about that maybe he is chris <laughs> chris yeah christie. it could be uh he also goes by todd baker okay uh todd becker yes and todd bocker hmm <laughs> he just couldn't get rid of the todd who do you want to be uh, something Todd. Todd's yeah. a cool. Todd's a cool wrestling name. If you're gonna get rid of anything, get rid of the Todd. <laughs> yes, I think uh, somebody just called Becker is more intimidating than Todd. <laughs> when we were naming like the kids, we were trying to stay away from names that don't sound like adult names later in life. Like mm. Todd was high on the list of that's great for a six year old. Yeah, but when you're thirty and you're Todd, yeah, yeah, yeah like like Rory, yes. or, uh Toby, 
Toby's a perfect example of that. Yes. You can't be, you know, 40 years old and Toby. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for my Christmas present, Grandpa Toby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) Todd's in the ring, but Bobby's, you know, losing it. He's got to tell the story. And this is the second time that a story is overshadowed. A 505 pound <laughs> un- enormous Samoan yeah. guy pretending that he is Japanese as Yokozuna comes out with Mr. Fuji. Yeah, for as horrible as the commentating has gone on Yokozuna's first two matches here, it's amazing that he rose to stardom as quickly as he did because they could really give a shit less about him <laughs> during both of these matches. Yeah, they, uh, which is funny because a little bit later, they'll talk about he's getting a, a special match at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. None of that commentaries during a Yokozuna match. no. no. <laughs> It still amazes me, like, this is the second time we've seen Yoko mm-hmm. and how much of the entire act is already here. Like, oh, some yeah. people build their act over time. Even The Undertaker, like, built his act slowly over time. Sure. Like, Fuji comes out, Japanese flag, so people are booing him because, you know, evil from another country. Sure. You're not American. You suck. You suck. <laughs> you're from some. You're from somewhere else. You're, from, you're a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> Salt. The sumo stand, the whole robe deal. I mean, everything's mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And while all that presentation is going on, Vince is accusing Bobby of stalling Perfect's career and avoid facing Ric Flair. Yeah. Of course, any match against Yoko is an ultimate squash match because Becker just gets the shit beaten out of him. Becker tries to attack at the beginning and there's just no sell. He's got the natural disasters playbook of what to do with the red tight. Like red tight yeah. r- runs into the guy full steam ahead and just bounces off. Yeah. I'm huge. You're not. He gets one of my favorite Yoko moves is the big kick. Yes. It's a heel kick that he, you know, kind of lifts up and it looks devastating. I give Becker mad props for selling that one. Yeah. Leg drop. <laughs> yeah. Yoko's leg drop. I would not want to take that one. He gets humongous air, like yeah. 505 pounds. And this is like the smallest Yoko ever is, mm-hmm. but he can move. I never noticed how fast a dude was at this time. Now looking back at it, I'm like, I'm 190 and mm-hmm. I can't move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I feel like that's a sign of the times, you know, in the late 80s, if you were a big dude, it was a slow, methodical match that you were doing. And there was a lot of no selling because you were so huge. So if somebody was hitting you, it would affect you, but not affect you like it would the normal size wrestler. In the early 90s, it seemed like they, like Vince was still on this big guy kick. Like he wants his big man, but he wants the moving big man now. Like he wants more fast guys. And you're going to see that with Yoko. You're going to see that with Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm -hmm. When he comes in, I feel like the, the end of that whole line of big, slow, methodical guy is the natural disasters. Yeah. Because they don't move that much. No, but they do things snappy, man. Like, yeah. Typhoon can can snap you around, but he doesn't move quick. His moves are quick, but he yeah. doesn't move quick, if that makes yeah. sense. The leg drop on Todd is to his head. Todd is on the side of his stomach, and when he drops it, he just drops him on his head and just smashes his face into the ground. The picture-in-picture uh, so. picture is of Yokozuna and Fuji, who's given his entire stats. Like, here's how big this motherfucker is. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. He's 500 pounds. Eventually, they finally get around to saying that he has an open contract for Survivor Series. Like Yoko mm-hmm. will face mystery opponent at Survivor yeah. Series. I think the mystery opponent is destined to lose. Yes. <laughs> Yoko has a sound that he makes, and it's 
very uh, uh, similar to the Berserker's Hus, but it's not a Hus. It's a Yush. 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 Oh, man. They should have teamed those two guys together. <laughs> so we got Yush and Hus. Yush. Hus. Hus. Yush. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was all about, but I I noticed that on the picture in picture. The picture in picture ends just in time for a backsplash into the corner, a chop to the throat, and a second rope sit splash, and that ends it. Mm, Five hundred pounds drop, and it's over. Face right to the camera, so you can oh, see yeah. like Yoko's exhausted, winded face. <laughs> it's like right. Oh yeah, taking up the whole screen. Yep, yep, yep. More complacent children in the crowd are shown. They're just like okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's big. He's a big guy. All right. We get it. Yeah. Out of there to the event center. The honeymoon's over because Mooney's back. Mooney is back just in time for Survivor Series, which he is touting all over the place. We go right into a promo. The natural disasters and the nasties are here. We start with Typhoon. Back to screaming. Yes. Typhoon is back to screaming. Wow, he's pissed. He doesn't have his title anymore. That title must have been like the one that Danielson had with hemp. Yes. Because he was so chill with the title. <laughs> he smoked that title. He's like, he easy, Quake. It's okay, man. We're yeah. the champ. Now he doesn't have the belt and he's roid rage yeah. version of Typhoon. <laughs> he's looking at the guys around him saying, all right, I got to step up my game because he's got some, you know, major players in the promo area here. Even Earthquake holds up his end you, when it's just typhoon and earthquake it's always you know as soon as he throws it over an earthquake and earthquake turns it up to 11 every single time so now he's got earthquake then he's got knobs and sags who we've said for weeks just kick the the craziest promos and they just they're so good with each other just watch it without sound watch (laughs) the nasty boys without sound it is the greatest promo ever oh yeah you don't even need them to talk. That's why I like watching these a second time because I always have the sound down while we're doing our commentary on it. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's look awesome. at that. It's, it's the best. Look at it. <laughs> that's I got it as well. It's right here. It's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nasties without sound should be a YouTube yeah. channel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it's it's Typhoon that starts off and he throws it over to Earthquake. Er- Earthquake using some of the nasties phrases in there. And then he throws it to Knobs saying, I thought this was rather interesting. They're going to get a nasty sensation. Yeah. <laughs> and go to Nastyville. You know, I've had a few of those in the past. A yeah. nasty sensation? Yes. <laughs> That's what you have to like get a, a cream prescribed. Yes, I believe so. I think I had a shot or two for that one. Yeah. And then Stags finishes up and builds up to the crazy game of who can yell louder. Whose expressions are going to be bigger? <laughs> it was a great promo. I will give him that. And from there, we go to the greatest promos of the world, Kamala. Kamala promo. <laughs> Kamala at this this point has started a little dance yeah <laughs> i've noticed so whippleman's doing all the talking as he usually does undertaker has been really busy with paul building his coffin but they can't wait meanwhile if you do another one to watch with kamala just you know no sound and you should put some drums behind it or something because he's got a beat going. He does. He's got a, he's got a <laughs> song in his heart. I could totally hear it in the background there. Whippleman is like three foot four. He's the one who has to talk. Yeah. They throw him they always put behind him everything. <laughs> he's like almost behind the set. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's, he's like, soon enough, the Survivor Series logo is going to be in front of his face. Yeah. He's got to be like talking from behind it. And I love how like kimchi takes 
Kamala's mask off for no reason. Why does he take his mask off? <laughs> and Kamala, always, he, he looks like the sun has just burned out his retinas <laughs> when he never this mask comes out because he's like, the lights are too bright. Oh, and then he starts oh. dancing and wailing. Yes. And then he wants to eat the cameraman. And Wimbledon is 30 yards behind everybody trying yeah. to get the actual promo out. Well, when he first notices the camera, you get this look. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> why is it pointed at me? If you're going to cut a promo and you're not going to have the guy talk, why is he even in the shot? Just get him out. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever but it's so goddamn good it's wonderful every single time oh always be closing always be closing because uh from the pages of wwf magazine mm -hmm. update is brought to you by posters for Woo! it's in color then they make a point oh, of telling you yes that the poster magazine will be in color yeah because it's not 1952 <laughs> right and uh, it's his lordship is doing hey, this Alfred Hayes in the house. Yes, he does a recap of the Bulldog and Michaels match. He better because Bulldog fired. Yeah. He's out. Yeah, so he is gone. We get a recap he of the loss of the IC title. So that's it. And then SummerSlam to Survivor Series. I noticed that no one has held on to the championship since the last pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch SummerSlam. The champion was Macho. It is not. It, he lost it to Flair. Flair lost it to Brett. Mm -hmm. And then if you watch SummerSlam, Brett lost to Bulldog. Bulldog's the champion at SummerSlam, but now we're at Survivor Series and Sean's already champion. Mm -hmm. If you watch SummerSlam, yeah. the Disasters were the champions against the Beverly Brothers. They held on to it, but they have since yeah. lost it to Money Incorporated. So we have a whole new slate of champs yeah. In between the pay-per-views, they all lost the title on house shows or some other event that, you know, the only one to actually w lose on network television was Bulldog Deshaun. Yeah, this is what I did want to mention. That during the, the recap of the Bulldog and Michaels match, Bobby Heening is doing the commentating. And we get a little bit of uh, the Bobby Heening version of Touch of Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, right here. Where he he says he got he got him in the left tyrannimus flap. Gorilla <laughs> Monsoon, who'd actually use real terms, yeah, is probably yeah. like, shut up. That's that's making fun of me. Yeah, that's basically what that is. He's mm -hmm. making fun of fun of Gorilla there. The other thing I noticed in that match, Sean takes the buckle off, and it, it doesn't completely fall off. But then when Bulldog hits the rope, it falls off there. And then Sean at one point hits that buckle but it does not affect him there's no mention that he hits the buckle and then when bulldog goes uh up or he hits the whole thing well a turnbuckle is very much like a headbutt right okay. if you are the one doing it you are not affected oh okay yeah, <laughs> even though you got two skulls colliding yeah. it's the one who initiates it will be fine so if okay. you initiate the buckle removal you're immune nothing will happen to you you're, you're safe nice. They, they've got their vaccine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're inoculated to buckle damage. That's yes. good. They might have to get a booster soon. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. You have turnbuckle immunity. Yeah. But that's it. And then they recap Brett versus Shango from Saturday Night's main event. And that's how mm -hmm. they're talking. Oh, it's champion versus champion with a giant asterisk. Only Brett's title's on the line. I, yeah. That kind of sucks. Well, the problem with that is, you know, if you're not going to level the guy up, you got to get rid of one of the belts. So like mm -hmm. when Warrior was Intercontinental Champion, he beat the world champ. He leveled his belt up and got rid of the lesser belt. Yeah. What the hell's Brett going to do with the Intercontinental title besides yeah. give it up again? That's true. Yeah. I guess I, it, it just kind of worked out that way because they had already booked the match of Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart before Michaels wins the belt. 
but then you know bulldogs out because of all his chicanery they fired him over a cheese and meat plate (laughs) that's charcuterie (laughs) he's carrying like a party tray and they're like sausage you know, we, we gotta let you go, Davey. I'm what? sorry. Uh, I brought is, the party tray. This is prime salami. No, we gotta let you go. You can't bring uh, that in here. I don't know why I made him Scottish. Okay. <laughs> anyway, oh goodness. Well, I guess you gotta but, say yeah. that because if you're gonna have a clean finish or put Sean in the sharpshooter mm-hmm. at a Survivor Series, ironic as that might be. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. You know, you got to have them lose, but not lose the title. So, yeah. And before the match even starts, it keeps both of them safe. Yeah. Because even if Shawn Michaels loses, he's still got a belt. So. Exactly. That's right. He's yeah. got nothing to lose. And they're kind of like pushing this thing a little bit closer as the new main event. The main event was supposed to be Ultimate Maniacs, but now that's kind of falling apart. Yep. And they're making a bigger deal of the champion versus champion match. So they're almost... Mm-hmm bringing i mean not like the world title shouldn't be the main event but they're bringing it back up to being the main event of the car yeah well helpful to the title yeah because they're they're trying to give the shine to brett but it's going to take a little while still like i didn't really think of him like as a huge player at this point you know give him a couple more years brett yeah. and even even macho flair was like the start of the middle of the card world title match mm-hmm. where you take the world title and it's like this is, you know, it's the world title match, but it's not the main event. The main event mm-hmm. is our our stars and Hogan. We get the end of the show. Yeah. And Brett kind of got relegated to that for a while where he's like not the biggest thing on the card, even though he's world champion. From there, we go to red tight Steve Walker and Mike Kramer. Yes. Versus the natural disasters. Walker and Kramer don't have a lot for them so walker has one match this is it <laughs> as far as television appearances kramer has two matches this one and a match against virgil well there you go so yeah who won yeah. <laughs> i don't know I mean, they put red tight against red tight but we have the natural disasters walking to the ring vince and bobby are still as they will be for the rest of this this should have been the drinking game for this you know whenever vince and bobby talk about perfect you should drink for this this particular episode vince uh or, or i guess heenan says something about vince's brother and vince is like he doesn't have a brother and he says he doesn't deserve one and this is like one of those things where listening to brother loves podcast mm-hmm. during starcast they tried to book the undertaker because he was just briefly out of a contract and vince is like what and they kind of made it right with The Undertaker and The Undertaker backed out of StarCast. Mm. And in retaliation, Conrad Thompson tried to book Vince McMahon's brother. And I remember <laughs> that story. And sure enough, June 2021, Vince McMahon's brother, Roderick Rod McMahon, died at the age of 77. So I'm hearing Vince go, I don't have a brother. And oh, I can wow. just imagine like Rod McMahon going, what the, <laughs> what the f-? Like, Cancel wow. Thanksgiving. Take those Christmas presents back. Yeah, I don't have a brother. Fuck uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> So the uh, mullet parade over here has to fight the disasters. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it does not go well for our red tights. Well, of course, uh, another squash match with two big guys in the ring that no-sell everything. The natural disasters do their usual pops. They like the one where they throw the guys in the corner and they they squash them. So that's, you know, that's a big sell. But meanwhile, Vincent 
is talking a lot about just Survivor Series, being that it's coming up on this Wednesday. So he's all about the uh, four-person tag during this one. Now, it feels like the Beverly's are like this weird fourth wheel. We have not seen the Beverly's wrestle on Superstars for months. Right. The main feud here is... Obviously, the natural disasters have a beef with Money, Inc. That's fine because they took the titles. Nasties have a beef with Money, Inc. Because, you know, they took their spot for the title shot. The Beverly's really don't fit into this. No, why, they, were, they were opponents from a pay-per-view ago. Yeah. So why isn't it Nasties and Natural Disasters versus Money, Inc. and the Head Trick? That would make a lot more sense because the head shrinkers cost the disasters exactly. the titles. Then you'd have a real feud because yeah, it, it should they should pass the torch over to Nasties against Money Inc. And Earthquake and Typhoon need to beat up the head shrinkers before they get back on the title track. Because mm-hmm. you know you cost us our belts. Yeah, we're going to deal with these guys, and then maybe yeah. we'll hop back into the title picture. The Beverly Brothers have no reason for being there, but they've never been more fleshed out because yeah. Money Incorporated is kind of like giving them a reason to have their stupid ass gimmick yeah they're like we're rich yeah i'm the fucking million dollar <laughs> man this guy collects taxes these guys are the beverly brothers from yes. beverly hills yeah we're rich bitches yeah and the beverly's are like looking at each other going yeah this could work we're rich guys yeah we're obnoxious rich guys yeah we're better than you we're dressed like magicians yes. we have a poet dressed like a graduate as our manager, <laughs> but we're rich. Um, that was another thing. Fredo's gone. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Yeah, Fredo's not in the picture. So the only thing I could think of is finally, like, the Corleone mom died, and <laughs> Michael put the genius on a boat somewhere, and he never came back. Oh, because, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I think, I think Fredo Macho yes. is at the... Fredo Macho swimming with the fishes. He's, he's, yeah. <laughs> I think it's over for him. No. Poor Fredo. Typhoon is wrestling with zero comedy anymore. He's pissed. He does yeah. not have his title. He's not a funny guy anymore. He's not doing yep. the test of strength with the wrong hand again. Yeah. Yep. He's just back to... A gigantic man who will kill you. And they, they still have their, their whole gimmick down. So how long did these guys last after this title, after their title run? It can't be that much longer because he follows the Bulldog to WCW as the Shockmaster. That's right. Yeah, that's coming up. Bulldog's in that promo. And Quake <laughs> becomes the, the shark guy soon. So. Oh, yeah. He's in the Dungeon of Doom when Hogan <sighs> jumps. Oh, my so, about a year, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, somewhere there. I have to look that up. Somewhere in 93. Uh, um, Quake, Tag, Big Splash, everything's in the right order. I think that time where they flipped it, where Typhoon splashes them and then Earthquake sits on them instead of the Earthquake mm-hmm. happening, then the Typhoon. Yeah. I, I just watched Tildega Nights and <laughs> when there's like, can I win one? <laughs> but Quake was having that conversation. Hey, yeah. Typhoon. <laughs> I know it makes sense, Earthquake and then the Typhoon, but can I get the pin every once in a while? Yeah, but if you get the pin, (laughs) then I won't get the pin. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That's sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Tugboat. (laughs) Yeah, but, okay, but if you want, how how am I going to win? Yeah. Think about it. No, I was thinking about it. 
Typhoon misses the hard cam for his first run. So he hits both ropes before the big splash because <laughs> oh, yeah. he has to come off of the specific rope so the hard cam can get him from the front. He doesn't want to get him from the back. And I guess like he he, he ran for the wrong rope. And it's so like, oh, there's no. two ropes. <laughs> oh, now I got to run all the way across the ring. Yeah. It's like winded. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. We have the Survivor Series report after this. Being Sheen mm -hmm. brought to you by the program of Survivor Series. Of course. And they have this graphic slide down mm -hmm. and kind of spit out because we get we get more CGI graphics and it has sound effects. Like, <laughs> and like the graphics uh, now have sounds. So of course the program has the ultimate warrior on the cover. And I just see Vince in the back going, damn it, these already went to print. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Card subject to change. Mm, yeah. They should like X them out. <laughs> yeah. Perfect sticker on top of them. Yeah. We finally get our reaction from Flair and Razor about this. Well, as to be expected, Flair is rip shit. This is the start of the the over the top Flair promos. Like, yeah, where he's like taking his jacket off. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I just expected him to get like half naked during this. Yeah. <laughs> he comes because he goes off screen for a bit. So Razor yeah. can cut his. He should like come back, come back in, totally yeah. nude, completely <laughs> like strip off every, ripped everything off like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So and and with the two of these guys, you've got like the complete opposites. Like they're both pissed, obviously, but you've got. Flair that's completely ripped shit and then Razor goes into his whole thing and he's just like he brings it down a level he's just like come say come say Chico you don't fly straight perfect <laughs> yes and he's oozing machismo again yes he's back to oozing of course Flair is so red I don't think like, he blinks the entire promo no Flair's just keeps on losing it and Razor's still trying to sell the tickets to this pay-per-view so yeah like as he's losing it Razor's going Wednesday, <laughs> yes. Wednesday. You got to tell yeah. them when to buy it. Wednesday, yeah. Wait, where is it? Wednesday. 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 Yeah, he keeps sticking himself in there. Yeah, he's like, tell the story, Rick. Sell the tickets. You'll just like lose your shit. Yeah. I, I just um, noticed that the boom mic can't get out of the uh, shots in some of these promos. I'm seeing like this little boom mic kind of like drifting above Razor Ramon's oh. head. Boss Man comes in with the next promo versus Nails for the stick on a stick match. The pole on a pole that should have happened two months ago match. Yes. And we already know that Nails cannot do a promo. I just have like everything that he said here in giant capital letters because it just it's like big boss man this wednesday night at survivor series it's my turn to show you what law and order is all about that's it that'd be funny if he gets in the ring and then starts like a criminal justice seminar the chalkboard <laughs> shows up and he's got a book out so that would have been a more intriguing match <laughs> at this point the oh, boss man's in for his shtick <laughs> and he's like everybody's gonna believe in the boss man because they're gonna witness law and order and the only thing i keep thinking that's like everybody that's below the mason dixon line at least yeah the fact that like doing nails ruined your voice i wonder if that's what really happened to nails like they get the yeah. uh, the guy in like not bad. Can you sound like you're like really harsh and, 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 yeah. and like you're, you're, uh, you're menacing. He's like, boss, man. He's like, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Thank you very much. You'll have to keep on doing it. It's like, I can't stop now. Like, I've shredded my vocal cords. I'm forever gone. like this. 
Yeah. Nails actually isn't long for this world because soon he will try to strangle Vince McMahon. Yeah. And be fired. Yeah. Oh. So not going to last long. He lasted for all of this match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get a new match of the head shrinkers versus high energy, which yeah. I guess is added into uh, survivor series. Is that the deal? Yes. That's what they have done here. So they've got their new team of the head shrinkers and high energies kind of, you know, mid card. But uh, I think it's quite obvious that the head shrinkers are going to win that match. Cause yeah. high energies is probably not long for this world either. Yeah, they're like jobbers of the stars. Yeah. They promo the, the coffin match with uh, Kamala and Taker. Yeah. And promo number four is Whippleman and Kimchi. Yeah. We already saw these guys. Yeah. Minus Kamala, Kamala at this out. point. So he's he's somewhere back in his dressing room, I guess, apparently. Yeah. Know, or in his cage, wherever they put him when, <laughs> when Kimchi's not looking after him. But once again, this is how they do they, these promos without Kamala there. Kimchi's the one looking like he's going to beat somebody up. Yeah, he's pounding <laughs> his fist. He's looking yeah. menacing. And yep. like, you're not in the match. <laughs> no, no, no. You stand there on the side. You don't do anything. That's all you get. That mask is terrifying. It is. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to find me a kimchi mask. And finally, we promote the champ versus champ. And this is like, this is what they're ending on. So they're still pushing kind of Brett Sean closer to the, the main event status. Which is where it should be. It should be. So who will survive, Dom? Um, who will survive? I think everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, Nobody yeah. dies. Well, uh, no, not yet. Uh. I mean, <laughs> Ouch. Who we get next? Bam Bam Bigelow yeah. promo coming out next week. Yeah. Next week, he will engulf mm. the WWF superstars in flames. So he's apparently going to burn everybody alive with his Bam Bams. Bam Bams. Th- that'd be cool. That yeah. would be a cool game. If you lose yeah. the Bam Bam, you get burned yeah. alive. You get burned alive. And Kane's and like, God damn it. Around. That was yeah. going to be my stick. <laughs> yeah, right. We are led to red twite royalty. Dun, 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 dun. There he is. Please Barry win. Please Barry win. Nope. Barry mm-hmm. Horowitz is here versus oh. Lance Cassidy. Oh my God. S- the skinny, ugly, worst music ever version of Kerry Von Eric. Yeah. The music's so bad. I thought Doink the Clown was coming out. That was my notes. Music so bad. I thought this was Doink's debut. Uh, and out comes skinny mullet cowboy. Yeah. We saw him what maybe three or four weeks ago and then nothing for a little while so i was hoping that this didn't last long because there's nothing there uh in his he's got no gimmick at this point barry horowitz has a better gimmick he than does Lance cassidy does at yeah this point I- i'm all for barry in this one but at the same time a little of this was not it wasn't all about lance because we get doink coming out Yes. During this match. Which I thought was funny because I thought yeah. I thought I heard his music, but it's supposedly cowboy music. Yeah. We get a little hello there, Mr. Clown. As you said, Doink is in the house. Barry yeah. Horowitz puts on a great match against a terrible guy that they're trying to promote. Yeah. Uh, and that's a shame. We even get a picture in picture of Lance Cassidy during this, which is one of the so bad. Oh, my God. This so is bad. A, an actual direct quote from this promo. Yeah. I had to write it down. He is from... Texas and all points in between. That's not the line, the line <laughs> I thought it was, but that's still bad. That's so bad. The, the line that I caught was, if you want to take a chance, get in the ring with Lance. <laughs> that was, you, aw- that was pretty yeah. bad too. And, and you just hear Bobby in the back say, oof. <laughs> oof. <laughs> but from Texas and all points 
difference in between is only one point. Yeah. I'm from Texas and everywhere in between Texas, <laughs> which is Texas. Which is Texas. But Lance oh, and Horowitz are getting ignored from all angles because they got mm-hmm. other things to promote right now, which is not Lance Cassidy. Uh, yeah. But the match looks great because Horowitz is like really wrestling the shit out of it. Like Horowitz oh, yeah. looks awesome. It's a Horowitz oh, yeah. match. It's a Horowitz match. Yeah. They stick him in there with Horowitz because they know he can make the other guys look good. Yeah. Cassidy's finisher is a top rope clothesline, mm. it looks like, which is not, I guess for 92 was fairly impressive, but this one, you know, I was like, oh, top like top, top rope clothesline. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's tall. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Lance Cassidy is tall, yeah. but, um, not, not a great Texas tornado substitute out of this thing into the yeah. event center. Back with Mooney, pulling some double duty here. And we get a promo from High Energy. And Coco is high. She won't stop singing everything. On energy. High <laughs> <laughs> yeah. energy. Yeah. We're fighting He's... the natural disaster. Like, he just sings everything. Everything yeah. is sung. And they are going with the, um, you know, they, they kind of are pushing their nicknames through this, you know, mm-hmm. instead of it being Owen Hart and Coco beware, it's the rocket and the bird man. Yes. We get another promo from Rick Martell after we push the Tatanka versus Martell in the, this, another, this match should have happened six months ago. This match did happen six months ago. Oh yeah. This, it did. this is, <laughs> so I went back to WrestleMania eight, mm-hmm. the model fought Tatanka at WrestleMania eight. So okay. For at least a month, they're promoting that. Mm. So we had March, April, May, June, July, August. We're still yeah. fighting over the f- yeah, feathers. It was, it was through the summer. September, October, and now November. Children were conceived and born <laughs> during this time period. Yeah. Of well, this- I mean... It, it, in all fairness, they they kind of let it go between September and October because Martel was giving us the latest fashions at that point. Yeah, he had to fight Shawn Michaels, and yeah. he was, he was actually the face for it for a match. Yeah, yeah. Now he's in a full Captain Stubing. Oh yeah, Captain and Tennille. <laughs> but, yeah, know. but, but like, still what? with the feathers on, <laughs> and it is it is during this ep- this during this promo that I realized that. But Martel is very racist. <laughs> I thought <laughs> a halfway decent but still mildly racist line was, <laughs> "I'm sick of playing cowboys and Indians with you." Yes, like he's, you're the only dude I've wrestled for like a year. <laughs> Can we stop? Tired of playing Cowboys and Indians with Buffalo Breath Tatanka. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Martel, if you want to bring that one down a couple notches. <laughs> I think he's just like, after a year, he has nothing more to say. And he just is brutally honest in this promo. Yeah. He's like, I'm sick of him. I'm just, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of him. Tired of this. Can't you give me somebody else? I'll God. turn face. I don't care. Yeah, just let me fight anyone else. Put me with El Matador. Come on. Yes. It's whatever. Anything oh but God. this. Awful. Awful, and then awful. Promo number three. We get three in this event center is Tatanka, and he is seeing visions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have this. And now that I have Tatanka music to put behind my <laughs> Tatanka promos. Yes. Uh, that I don't know if you noticed that. I did. I noticed week. that on the last release. <laughs> I, I feel that that's added another level to this. It is. Uh, you so, definitely plussed it up. Yeah. So here we go. This is our Tatanka reading. 
Mm. We'll call it that, okay. Oh, that's good. This Wednesday night, Survivor Series, I have seen visions from the great spirits of the eagle flying high above with all his feathers. Well, at Survivor Series, Rick, the model Martel, I will take back what is rightfully mine, my eagle feathers, and I will make all Native Americans proud again, and I will vow to the great chiefs and the great spirits that I will have what is mine once again. So here's my thing. In every Tatanka promo, he must say the word chiefs. Okay. He must say the word spirits. Nice. He usually puts in either Native Americans or, or something like that. He's got to say those three things because looking back through some of these promos that I have transcribed, those words are always in there. Yes. Great spirit. Definitely great spirits. There. Chiefs, great chiefs, and Native Americans. And, uh, yeah, nations, all nations. I hear yeah. a lot because yeah. he's he's all the Indian, yeah. <laughs> all, all in one. He's I'm every Indian. Yeah, <laughs> be yeah. funny if uh, like everybody was sick of this match, and yeah. C- Coco comes in with three of Frankie's feathers and like here, <laughs> just stop just take done. these he's dead anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, but yeah. <laughs> i have spoken to frankie yes frankie was in my visions <laughs> yeah yes he was sitting with the great chiefs and the great spirits and all my native american brethren <laughs> there awesome. i've covered my bases that's right <laughs> That kind of ends it because we got uh, Vince and Bobby on the green screen for Bobby's final thoughts about Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like an after credit sequence of The Undertaker and Paul Bearer in the workshop. Yeah, we get our final visit mm-hmm. to The Undertaker in his workshop. And uh, Paul Bearer is just saying uh, most people, when they die, they're placed in the coffin after they die. Right. But Kamala, he's a lucky guy. Because he gets to be in the coffin alive. Yeah. And then they <laughs> unveil the coffin, which has all the markings that uh, Kamala has on his tum-tum. Yes. Yes. And the Undertaker opens the coffin and comes out of it. Mm-hmm. And so he was like cutting the promo from inside the coffin. And I'm like, did he just lose the match? <laughs> the Undertaker's in the coffin. Yeah, game over. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, no, he doesn't lose the match. He doesn't lose the match because he comes out. He doesn't oh. lose the match. The cameraman loses oh. the match <laughs> because all of a sudden they, they do a little switch through during this whole thing. And all of a sudden the cameraman finds himself inside the coffin. So the Undertaker can close the coffin lid on him. Oh, so he says, rest in peace. So the cameraman hilarious. loses the match. The last shot is like the closing the casket on the cameraman. You hear a bell and the fink. And the winner. <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, awesome. Did you like the episode, Than? Um, I did. I thought, well, you know, a lot kind of happened in this. This is the the go home superstars for Survivor series. So we tried to touch every base, obviously, with the big change. That was first and foremost. Um uh, so a lot of this was more about the commentary than it was about the matches. This was more about the promos and the commentary, I would say, uh, than it was about the matches. But it definitely kept things uh, moving, given the volatile situation that they were in. 
at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of Superstars was doing nothing for the actual Survivor Series as far as his matches goes. Because you mm-hmm. got, you know, Virgil versus Brett. You had, yeah. you know, the disasters who are barely involved in anything. There's some matches to put over a director's commentary that was trying to sell a changed main event and a major pay-per-view last minute, which is kind of unfortunate because the summer, the Survivor Series a year ago was awesome because you had mm-hmm. The Undertaker versus Hogan and Hogan loses. Mm-hmm. You had Macho about ready to get reinstated because Jake the Snake's throwing Cobras on, an, on a mother and, <laughs> and the gobbledygooker, unfortunately, yeah, well, was in that yeah. one. But that was that pay-per-view was so big, it threw another pay-per-view than the very next week. Undertaker just became champion, but it, there was a lot of charcuterie. So we're, <laughs> we're gonna have another more pay-per-view. Me- more meats and cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> to make this one right. And and this one just falls apart. This one, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but Superstars does its best to kind of buttress it, I guess. I guess what this, that's what this thing's trying to do. You know, there's there's certain parts that uh, our buildup has helped me to look forward to for uh, Survivor Series. I do want to say I'm looking forward to the, the Brett-Sean match because I, you know, as I said many, many times before, I did not watch during this era, but everybody knows the, the history with those two. So to know <laughs> that there was another match there before WrestleMania 12, I'm pretty interested in that one. I'm interested to see Perfect back in the ring. Yeah. I'm way more interested in that than I was to watch the, uh, you know, Ultimate Warrior hobble around. Yeah, so. sure, for sure. I mean, yeah, we were going to get a better match with the yeah, Warrior out yeah. of it. Yeah. Because... All of those guys can go. Yeah, exactly. That should be pretty good. Uh, the head shrinkers match with high energy could have something to it. That would you know, probably, that's my sleeper match. I think yeah. that one's going to be the one that's going to be incredible. Yeah. Because the head shrinkers were, were leaner and meaner than what they, what Rikishi becomes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, even then Rikishi could move. Yeah. And Owen is, was the best heart wrestler. Even Brett says it like Owen mm-hmm. was better than me. And even uh, Coco is still decent at this time. So th- that, yeah. that I think is going to be the, the, the sleeper match. It's going to be better than we think. If they give yeah. them time, they could give yeah. them like two minutes. Who knows? I hopefully they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something. My match of the night is not Brett Virgil. It's okay. Uh, Horowitz Cassidy. Cause Horowitz wrestles the shit out of that match. Yeah. Yeah. Horowitz makes Cassidy look so good. In that match, I agree. That's that's definitely my match of the night too. Uh, the, I I thought the Brett Virgil match was decent. Yeah, that's my um, red tight of the night. Virgil yeah, is my red tight of the night. Yeah, I was right there with you. I was like, <laughs> I, so, I know Horowitz is on the card, but I got to give Virgil the red tight of the night on that one. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, I did. I just for as bad as Cassidy was, uh, Horowitz just makes him look like a million bucks. He does Horowitz. Just bounces around like crazy for him. You know, I've only saw Horowitz as the jobber Horowitz. And then mm. that very, very slight push when JR was on commentary. It's like, Horowitz wins! Horowitz wins! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tried to do something with him in 94, 95, whenever it was. Mm, yeah. But I don't know anything about his career before he was jobber guy. Or if he no, had a career know. before he was jobber guy, if he actually was like a B. Brian Blair or. Yeah, I feel like he, I, I'm, I'm going to have to do a little research on my boy yeah. at some point. I'm sure he's got a wiki somewhere. 
Yeah, the, the Justice horror, the, for Horowitz. Yeah, the horror wiki. The horror wiki. It's got to be. It's got to be out there somewhere. Well, our next uh, show uh, will be Survivor Series Part One. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we actually are going to get uh, a a blow off show, a pay per view. Yay! We are up to getting blown off again. That's right. Which is kind of funny because around the time we record Survivor Series Part One will be Thanksgiving for us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be around How about that, that. Yeah. We're just timing this great. We are. It'll be time for Survivor Series 2021. <laughs> oh my God, we're old. Yeah, <laughs> and then Survivor Series Part Two will will follow uh, two weeks after that. Very good. So until then, uh, I guess it's Sayonara Undertaker. Sayonara Undertaker and Shawn Michaels has left the building. Thanks.